This podcast replay is brought to you by RedRecover.com. From NFL stars like Hayden Hurst to daily warriors like yourself, their wraps and pads are designed to deliver maximum benefits with each treatment anywhere you go. All right, all right, all right. There he is, Matt Verderam. How you feeling, my man? Feeling good. It's a hell of a lot warmer here than it is in Chicago. It is. Oh, it, it is Arizona. That's right. Yeah, that's right. But does it, it, it is it still getting cool in the evenings? Yeah, it was like 39 degrees last night. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh yeah, it still drops down. Still yeah. drops down, but it's beautiful weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's actually a cool little town, bro. I, I like that place. Clean, uh, pretty cool place. I I enjoyed it the last time it was there. I went out there. It's been great. I mean, honestly, everything's right next to each other. It's easy. It's easy to get around. Everybody's been nice. Food's great. Um, I have no complaints. This is the first time I've stepped out and the sun all day long. So I've been out on Radio Row. But uh, it's been nice. It's been nice to get out, get a little lunch, and uh, say hi. Uh, are you, is Radio Row a dark room like the way Aaron Rodgers would like it? <laughs> a little too light for him. There's still lights on. But, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I'll tell you, it's it's been good. It really, it's picked up uh, quite a bit in the last couple of days. Uh, you know, Wednesday. Wednesday and Thursday have been really uh, seen a lot of action. Monday, Tuesday, a little quieter. Uh, the last two days, it's been it's been packed. It's been madness. So uh, before I before I get into all that, where do you think Rogers ends up? You know, there's a lot of talk around the league that it's the Jets or it's the Raiders. Right. And I, I think that's probably right. I kind of feel like he's going to go to the Raiders. You know, I mean, I, it's just a gut. Honestly, I mean, I think it's one of those two teams. I don't think he's going to be back in Green Bay. I think he'll be gone. Um, I just think the Raiders are so – like Brady now retiring throws such a, a monkey wrench into their offseason. I think they're going to panic a little bit. They are the Raiders. Um, and I, I, if I had to throw my money down on, on it, I would say the Raiders. But I, 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 but I think those are the two teams. I think those – I'd be surprised if a third team got involved. Well, with Derek Carr now visiting New Orleans, yep. I almost feel like the Jets are going to be on the outside looking in because I think I, I'm with you. I think Rodgers is actually going to end up with the Raiders. Um, he's he's more of a West Coast guy anyway, so he's closer to the West Coast. He gets to play with Devontae Adams again. Yep. Uh, and, and he doesn't have to deal with the mess of New York because that's a, that's a, that's a media mess that for a guy like yep. him – that may not be a good situation. And then Derek Carr now, apparently the Saints are all over this right now. And so the Jets might be the team on the outside looking in. They may not end up landing Carr or uh, or uh, uh, Rodgers. They may end up settling for yeah. Garoppolo. Well, you know, what's interesting, too, is if, if the Raiders move Carr and they can do it in a trade, they now have more capital than the Jets do to make a move. You know, so they, they can outgo they're going to because they already have their own draft picks. Um, and if they get something for Carr and they don't have to cut them, now all of a sudden you're in a position where you have more draft capital to spend on Rodgers than New York. Yeah. Uh, and, and and so, yeah, I think and, and their initial pick is better as well, by the way. So I, I think for the Raiders, it makes no sense. Plus, if you're the Raiders, let's face it, if you don't get him, you have no shot in that division. You're not competing with any of those big boys. Oh, in no. The AFC West. So yeah. I think for the Raiders, you're desperate. He'll sell a ton of tickets. He'll sell a ton of jerseys. And for a guy like Mark Davis, who comparatively to other owners is cash poor, that's great. That that's a, that's a huge win on in and of itself. Yeah, and you know what? And, and I was thinking about this. It's kind of crazy that you would trade for Carr 
before he gets cut, and then you can just outright sign him. But the problem is the contract he signs, he's signed right now too, is actually a, a contract-friendly one for an established franchise quarterback, actually. It's a little, it, it's like at 40, I believe, which if he goes out on the, on the market, he might be able to ask for 45 plus. Look, I think he'd get 40. I do. And that's what he's on now. Like, why? Like to me, here's the other part of it. If you want him, he's not worth a pick or two. Like, that way you don't have to bid against anybody else. And, and, and by the way, him. if I understand correctly, that contract is year to year that you inherit. It is. So, it you, is. so it allows you to get out of it, too, quickly, whereas yeah. you and I know once he becomes a free agent, he's going to want a bunch of guaranteed money up front, and now you're going to be committed, and now you got to keep him around that if it doesn't work, you're locked in. So there's a lot of positives to actually trading him that I didn't realize now. No, I think it makes a lot of sense. I mean, we are all down in Mobile. I was talking to some people in the league about it, and they were like, look, the Raiders could still absolutely trade him. They are like, this idea that he's just going to get cut, like, there are going to be teams that are going to say, look, I'd rather just give up a, a mid-round pick right. and not have to worry about if I get him or not. Right. You know, and as you mentioned, and you're right, like, it's it's year to year. You don't have to worry about whether or not you can you can keep him for the long term. You can go year to year. Oh, and, and the crazy thing is, and I, and I know people might freak out, 40 a year is not crazy anymore for a, a, a proven franchise guy. That's what well, you're going to have to pay. You know, so it's actually not a crazy contract. And I mean, you're not giving up a big signing bonus right from the get-go. You could no. actually grab that year, that first year, and renegotiate it and give them some guarantees up front and make it even easier and break it out over the next couple of years. So you can actually I mean, turn that first year into cap space, too. People hear the number and they freak out, but they don't realize the market. All right. that matters in the NFL is your market. Right. Like what? Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott led the league in interceptions. He missed five games. He he's hitting forty million a year. Right. Like, and if and if Dallas tried to trade him tomorrow, they'd be able to trade him. Like, people don't understand. I think at times, he's a quarterback who's made Pro Bowls. Like, he's going to get forty million a year. He's not he's not forty five years old there. Like, he's going to get paid. It's not a bad contract to inherit. It's really not. Yeah, I'm with you there. All right, uh, let's uh, let's talk a little uh, a little Super Bowl, my man. Um, I'm I'm picking the Chiefs. I'm going I'm going with your team. I know everybody else is going against the grain, uh, and I just have a feeling that Chris Jones is going to blow things up. As good as that line is, I think he's the one you know unblockable force he's just like one of those guys like Aaron Donald and all that that I don't care what line you have Chris Jones is going to get the best of you and I think that they're going to disrupt the passing game of Jalen Hurts and keep him off kilter a little bit and on the flip side you tell me now you know people say you might be taking a homer approach on this but I think the Kansas City secondary is kind of underrated and I think that they're up for a challenge like this well, I, that was my main feature piece down here. Was I wrote about that youth is serving the Chiefs right now. They got three rookie corners and a rookie safety, and they played really well down the stretch. So if anybody wants to say it's a homer thing, I picked them to lose to Cincinnati. Okay, I think they're going to win this football game. I just look, styles make fights in the NFL, and sometimes you can be the better roster, but it just doesn't match up the other way. I think the Chiefs just match up with Philadelphia a lot better than people realize. The Chiefs have a very good offensive line, especially on the interior. That's right. They 
they have a game where they run a ton of motion. It makes it hard to hone in on them. Mahomes got sacked the second fewest times of any starting quarterback this year in terms of sack rate. Like, Brady was the only one who was better. Mahomes got sacked, I think, 3% of his dropbacks. So they've seen – I mean, look at look at their division. Look at the pass rushers in that division. Like, there's a good sack much. They played the Niners. They hung 44 in the Niners. Like, I, I think the Eagles are a very good football team. I oh, yeah. also think it's a it's a tough I think it's tough if Philly can't win up front decisively, I don't think they can cover the Chiefs. And conversely, the Chiefs are just gonna blitz like crazy against Hurts. It's coming. They're gonna run blitz, they're gonna go cra- and they're gonna get impressed man and they're gonna put two safeties deep and say, We're gonna bring five, six guys relentlessly. You're gonna over- and they're gonna take away that advantage up front and make the Eagles beat them with everybody else. So We'll see. I wouldn't be shocked if the Eagles won, but I, I agree with you with the secondary. Like I said, I wrote a lot about them. They're, they've been really good the last couple of months. And when Trent McDuffie's been on the field for the Chiefs, they're barely giving up 200 passing yards a game. They're 12-1 and one in his start. So he's been a big key for them. By the way, I was laughing. You were comparing Mahomes and Brady on the on then getting rid of the uh, ball. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Brady this year did, really had – didn't want anything to do with getting hit this year. No, I mean, it, not at the, all. The, 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 he added a little extra sauce to getting rid of the ball this year because you can tell he just – he wasn't himself, dude. You can tell. You know what I'm saying? And as for Mahomes, he's always going to buy time. That's something that Brady's not going to do. So, you know, it's there's always those risks there. And then in, in this game, the other thing – Hertz was not accurate in the NFC Championship game. He was and, not. And I think KC is going to do a lot of that kind of stuff to try to get him off mark. And that's where I'm going to lean to the best pocket passer in the matchup. And he and and I think it's going to be and I think it's Mahomes. And I think Mahomes, you know, even with losing Tyreek, he has done a marvelous job of, you know, getting everybody involved including of course Travis Kelsey. I think it's just, like, look, this game is unto itself, right? So, like, during the playoffs, even in the NFC and AFC championship games, you have two games to break down, talk about. There's no bye week. You get the Super Bowl week. I've been here all week long. I mean, we're breaking down everything under the sun at this point. And I think sometimes you're just going to – I feel like we're going to wake up on Monday and go, yeah, you know what, the Chiefs won because Mahomes is ridiculous and they're really well coached. Like, that's it. I just think the one thing that has not been talked about nearly enough this week is the coaching. Like – Andy, this is fourth Super Bowl, Andy Reid. Steve Spagnuolo has multiple rings on his fingers as a defensive coordinator. I think the biggest mismatch in the game is Spagnuolo having two weeks to prepare for an Eagles offense. And he's going to say, look, I'm not just going to let you run the ball down our throat. I'm, we're going to force you to throw the ball down the field against a lot of pressure. And if you can make those throws over and over and over and over, you win. But if you make one big mistake, right. if you hold the ball too long on third down and take a sack, if you panic and you throw a pick, game's done. The game's done. Like, if, it's, if the Chiefs get one or two extra possessions, good night. So I think Spagnuolo is going to be incredibly aggressive in this game. I, I think he's a really hard guy to prepare for because he does a lot of different things. Uh, do you know anything about Butch Berry, the offensive line coach the Miami Dolphins hired? Coming over from Denver, or at least was, was formerly of Denver. I mean, that, I remember you know, his time there being one that, um, you know, if you speak to people, and not not with the Broncos, but just people out of Denver, uh, you know, they weren't overly impressed with. But I, to me, I think a lot of it comes down to who do you have to work with? 
You know, I mean, can, do you have the right personnel? Miami's got some interesting personnel up front. They have some younger guys, also have a vet in Armstead, right, along with some others. Um, I, I would be lying if I said I, I knew an absolute ton about him, but I think you know, he's a veteran coach, comes in. I, You know, I like the way that they've built up their – their coaching staff. I think Fangio's an absolute home run. Yes. Um, I, and, and I know we haven't gotten to talk about that because the last time we were on was down in, in Mobile and we didn't know if he was going there or not. Right. But, you know, listen, I, th- I think he's going to have a lot more to work with in Miami than he did in, in a previous stop. Yeah. And, and listen, he, he's gotten some terror. I mean, some terrible reviews. Uh, he was here at the University of Miami. Yeah. They were bad. Uh, at that time, they allowed like uh, the third most uh, sacks in in the in FBS history that year. Uh, yep. So it was it was bad. And you know, I I, I just tell Dolphins sometimes people find themselves in different places, and you got to hope that you know what I mean. But finds the right combination. Right, finds the right combination. I mean, he's got three guys to work with in Armstead, in in um. Uh, what's it called? The what's the name of this? Uh, Connor Williams, the center, and yep. then Robert Hunt is a is an upcoming guard, bro. I mean, the kid practically played almost at a Pro Bowl level this year. He played really well as a as a he's like one of those draft picks that actually has developed for them in a positive direction. So three of your five positions are pretty much solved. You got to try to solve the left guard and the right tackle uh, overall. Yep. So that that's not like. That's not the worst thing in the world for any offensive line coach. That's actually a pretty good place to be in. That's not that bad. And if you can fix the left guard, then you can always help with the right tackle. I mean, if you can just get it to where it's passable on the right edge, I always think it's interior first. I know look, the tackles are always going to make the most money. They're the pass protectors. Right. But you can help them a hell of a lot easier than you can help guards and centers. Like, if you're not good inside, you're screwed. There's, there's very little you can do. You can always chip. You can always help. No, it's not ideal. You, you, any coach would tell you. Hey, no, no, we, we've seen we've seen it, bro. The left guard spot has been, oh my yeah, god, turnstile. Turn yes. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I, I think like like look, it, it kind of uh, talking about Super Bowl. I think if you're good in the interior, as both of these teams are, you can always help the tackles. Now the Eagles are not going to have to help the tackle. I think Chiefs probably help with Wiley, but you can do that. You can do that. And you can get away with it. It's okay. It's not the end of the world. If you're if you have a guard or a center who can't block, you got a problem. Yeah. Because there is not much, and it breaks down the whole rest of that side of the line. Guy comes through. Now your center's trying to help. Now your center's getting beat to the other side. It, it's a domino effect. So uh, how are the parties? Good, good. I was at a party last night. Uh, I had to get up at six thirty this morning. It was a little bit of a challenge, but uh, had a Gatorade and uh, splashed a lot of water on my face. Took a shower, and uh, yeah, we made it happen. Man, okay. I'm professional. I got up. All right. Uh, how's how's Radio Row this year? How many people? Is it a lot? Pretty packed, man. It's kind of back to what it was. Really? Um, you know, Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, you know, Monday and Tuesday it wasn't. It was quiet. Slow. It's I thought, slow. like, I don't know. You know, I'm like, yeah. maybe we'll see. Yesterday it got pretty busy. Today it's ridiculous. Today people are just everywhere. So um, it was good. And we had on our show, uh, we had Deion Sanders, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Josh Jacobs, with Joe Montana yesterday. Uh, we had Mike Golick stop by. We had uh, Tony Richardson. So... It's been good. It's been honestly the last two days. It's been it's been really busy. Did Montana push Skechers? Is that what he was pushing? <laughs> I actually joked about it. No, he was uh, he was working with Advanced Auto Parts. So okay, there we go. Man's yeah. branching out. Um, okay. But, you know, I, and I think he's back today doing Guinness. But I don't think we have a book today. Okay. All right. Follow him on Twitter at Matt Verderam. Tell him about stacking the box, my brother. 
Check it out every Tuesday. Uh, it is live at noon Eastern. Of course, tag the box of column out every Monday. Uh, I tweeted out a story I wrote in July today. If you want to check it out, Rise of the Black Quarterbacks. It's obviously pertinent with Hertz and Mahomes. Uh, and then I had a couple stories this week, one on the KC secondary, which is, I think, really interesting. They talk a lot about each other and Mahomes weighed in. And then there's also uh, one I put out today about Brett Beach and Harry Rosen. They spent nine years in Philadelphia together. Um, they're friends, but they're not talking this week. So uh, it's an interesting story. Uh, go go search it out on my Twitter feed. There you go. At Matt Verderan. Matt, as always, thank you, my brother. Enjoy Phoenix, my friend. Enjoy the game. We'll talk next week. Thanks a lot. Go. Thank you, you got it, baby. Anytime. There you go. Matt Verderam. We love him. Always great stuff. RedRecover.com. We step out of the huddle. And don't forget, RedRecover.com. Go to RedRecover.com. You're dealing with a, a, a former injury, surgery, soreness from working out, shoulders, elbow. Maybe you got a little tennis elbow. It, it, does pickleball give you elbow, too? Because a lot of people play pickleball, too. I don't know. Maybe you get some sore knees. You need a wrap for your knees. You need a wrap for your feet. You need a wrap for your ankle. Whatever it is, it can help you optimize workouts. It can help you also in dealing with some of the discomfort that you have from those old injuries or an old surgery. And red light therapy is so amazing, okay? They've got the pad for your face for the ladies for the wrinkles so you can get rid of the, you know, the uh, crow's feet, as they say, and you can use this here too. So the pad, it's only like five or ten minutes, I believe, it's amazing. Red light therapy can help do so many things. If you have a scar that you just had surgery, okay, not an old scar. It's already healed and gone. That's it. The mark is the mark. And But you want to avoid leaving a mark, right? Well, you can go to redrecover.com. Check out the videos, how athletes talk about it, how patients talk about it, how scar victims will show you before and after by using red light therapy, how the scar can disappear. We have um, uh, wraps for the dogs, little dogs, bigger dogs, their, their hips. You know, some have some issues. We have one listener that had a Yorkie that had broken legs, and they put... They inserted some steel rods in there and still was kind of uncomfortable. Since putting on the wraps, getting the blood flow going in that area, now the dog's a lot happier, moving around a lot better. So now the Yorkie's a little happier, and you know you're going to be happy. If our dogs are happy, we're happy because you know dogs make us happy. Because when I get home, my four dogs make me incredibly happy, man. So take care of your dogs. Take care of your family. Go to redrecover.com. We've got 30% off right now. And before it goes away, take advantage, 30%. It'll go back down to 10% soon. So 30% off, go to redrecover.com. You're going to save yourself a lot of money, and you're going to save yourself from a lot of pain and discomfort.